0: Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. We're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. We consider the research, talk to experts, and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. I'm Jennifer Owens. I read about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And on most days, I'm joined by my co-host, Raquel Ellison. On this episode of The Breadwinners, I'm joined by Shoshana Heck, an executive and personal coach who works with high-achieving women and their teams through private coaching, group coaching, and workshops. She helps them make concrete and powerful actions towards their goals. A licensed clinical therapist, Shoshana's mission is to help women build confidence, sharpen communication, and find clarity on their vision for their personal and professional lives so they can thrive in both. All of which is to say, welcome, Shoshana. Shoshana so happy to be here. Oh my goodness. We are some high achieving women and we're going to do, we're going to (laughs) achieve some heights here. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For sure we are. Well,
0: so at the Breadwinners, you know, we, we (laughs) typically start with some sort of stat or, Mm -hmm. you know, some sort of research report, but the pandemic is blowing up every stat and it's impacting women. And we talk about it all the time. And so I just thought, you know, especially with the, you know, the, you can kind of see the end of the pandemic, like mm-hmm. vaguely off in the horizon that, what are you hearing from your clients and especially <laughs> about their stress? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, I wouldn't know anything about it. What are people saying?
1: <laughs> I, I hear that like, i maybe asking for me, maybe asking for a friend kind of well oh, Maybe just asking, asking for a friend. <laughs> There's so many layers to that question that I'm super excited to ask and ready and excited to talk about it with you because I mean, one of the chief things I'm hearing at this moment that I am personally still calling peak pandemic, even yeah, though we really yes. can't really can see like the end, the light of the tunnel like we're in a tunnel, we see the light, right? But it's just yes. it's getting there, the va- the vaccine light. I'm just a lot of fatigue. People yeah. are, my, my clients are absolutely exhausted and not heartwarmed, not uplifted necessarily by that light because it feels still quite far away. And yes. I think because, because we are, you know, hearing from the experts, like, what, is it, what does the end actually mean? What does return to normalcy or normality mean, right? What does it mean to be, get back to "Quote unquote life, regular life, routine right. life, right?" And I think yes. those questions, those are big question marks that are hanging out there, and it's just exhausting, right, to not have any answers. And it's been, you know, here we are, just to just to just to timestamp this conversation. Like yeah. really, we're at the year anniversary of lot of like our national lockdowns, right? Yeah, yeah, and well, and you see some people like I saw an older lady.
0: In the the bakery across the street and she mm-hmm. wasn't wearing a mask and I thought mm-hmm. oh, I'm vaccinated because we're, mm-hmm. we're pretty hardcore in our neighborhood so mm-hmm. and I thought she's like the the uh the vision of the future like hello mm-hmm. lady tell
1: me what mm-hmm. like but it's um it's still so far. <laughs> it feels so far, and also, I mean, I think some people are saying, like, well, even post vaccination, like, are you wearing a mask? Like, what? And because yeah, I are you know. signaling? Like, are yeah. you like are you signaling that I'm vaccinated when you're not wearing a mask? And are you? And that doesn't necessarily track, right? And I think, yeah, it is really. There's is complicated, and it's that exhaustion of like holding it all together, but also like tr- the decision fatigue of like puzzling out all yes. these, all these <laughs> issues that like, what is it all, what does it all mean? So that I have to say is what I, that is one thing I'm definitely hearing. I'm also hearing this like isolation sorrow, right? Like people are feeling more disconnected than ever. And. Also, no desire to jump on a Zoom to have cocktails with a friend again.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, completely. Because that was pr- a year ago. It was like, we
0: we all jumped into a bunch of these things, group mm-hmm. things and whatnot, and they were super helpful at the time. I have fatigue about doing that.
1: <laughs> Same. And you're, and if that's true, for I mean, based on what I who I'm talking to, what I'm hearing, like all my clients, you are normal. Yeah. People, like the last thing people want to do, though they are lonely right exactly super lonely feeling super disconnected and also you know east like new yorkers right like with people who live in like cold places it's the winter months also right like really just bring that that vibe of like we're just like hibernating in lockdown so there's like disconnection loneliness but also like my eyeballs cannot take another video call Yes. Do it. And so they, so it cycles on itself, right? It's really, really tricky pattern. Right. So, that I'm hearing, and people are like, yeah, what's it going to be? Like, I want to go to a party. Again. I want to be excuse, with my friends again. I want to get on a plane and go anywhere. These are the kinds of things I'm hearing. Yeah. And also, with like, how are we going to do that? Because the world right? has changed, right? And the ways that we can move about the world have changed a lot. And we're still figuring all that out. And are they as judgy as I am when you see someone do something
0: that's like kind of more forward thinking? Like maybe they're decided to travel somewhere. (laughs) I still have pandemic vibe judginess. Like, Mm -hmm. really? I never did that. But, or there'd be things that I'm like, are people going to judge me because I did that?
1: Or, yeah. (laughs) I think that's still very much at play now. I think a mixed bag of reactions. I think so. I, I mean, I definitely have talked to people who have who did get on planes. I mean, I am, this is just me personally. That's not a judgment. I'm like a little planes make me nervous. Right. And I haven't had to do it. And I felt really lucky in that way. But I know people who have had to do it because of elderly Mm -hmm. parents or stuff going on with their kids. Like kids have really struggled in this. Right. I feel so much that, that, you know, people have had to make tricky calculuses around their choices. And I think, that's more. Yes, I've definitely heard some of the judging. I have felt some of it, <laughs> and you know, and I think that's just human nature. And so, what I, t- I try to yeah. be very forgiving of myself and others when when I go there because it's because you know we're, we're just humans trying to make it through. Yeah, and like think,
0: well, why am I feeling this way, and have those you know like little self assessments and <laughs> yes. and that sort of thing doesn't help it with. The-
1: yeah, right. what am I feeling? Why am well, I this feeling is why it? Why is this tripping inside of me? Because I'm having a reaction. How can I be responsive? Yes, definitely. Exactly. Which is, I'm, my voice is making light of that. But actually, that is a pro tip right there that, that Jennifer and I are talking about. Like managing your reactivity and up-leveling your emotional intelligence is an excellent way <laughs> to harness some real skills building and making it through this pandemic, right? Because it yeah. is. if there's anything that's going to sort of trip you into getting triggered, right? It's going to be a global pandemic. And (laughs) I mean, for sure. So I would say take that one and run with it. Like really checking in when you're, when, when you feel triggered, (laughs) for sure. So
0: you work with high achieving women and Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's like, it's, I'm not a big fan of the the whole like oh women aren't what would say we weren't confident enough for a while uh, mm-hmm. but still some days I think I'm a high achieving woman and the other days I'm like I am not a high achieving woman so <laughs> I wonder <laughs> you mean you might have a little imposter complex what? yeah like yeah and then you know you talk to men and they have it too and and the like but wow. we're not talking about men we're talking about yeah. high achieving women yeah. and so I was thinking about it like when you're thinking about where you want to go and how you want to communicate it and how do you want to get there, how do we define ourselves as high achieving
1: women? Like, how do we Uh, embrace
0: that? Can
1: we? That's such a good question. I'm trying to decide, like, is it, I mean, I'm trying to decide are labels important? Like, is that important actually even, right? Like, I always say that the first step to having anything you want is getting super crystal clear on like where you are right now. Like getting aware, surfacing like, you can't change anything until you understand like what the heck is happening right now. Right. Yeah. So I think and just be super real with what is. And that's I think just a really important first step. And I would say maybe even more important than like trying to label yourself. Mm. Because labels are like kind of, you know, inaccurate and yeah. nice, right. Right. But I also think it is important to so kind of what I hear you saying is something that a lot of my clients do struggle with, which is negativity bias, which I think is a human is, mm, a, is yes. a human thing anyway. Like our tendency, we're sort of hardwired to go for the negative, the negative. Like so, so, think about it this way: like you could have every compliment in the world, ever, and you could be an award-winning ex, right? Fill in the blank. Yes. Um, all the <laughs> That's praise. Me. All the yep. praise. Every right, every certificate, achievement, accomplishment, and yes. somebody gives you a teeny tiny bit of like constructive, not even necessarily negative feedback, and what's the thing you like lose sleep over? Yeah, yeah. Like, right. and, and part yeah. of it is
0: that like, oh, either because you you feel you failed in whatever was, it, it could be that it could be you're annoyed that they said that. You could be embarrassed. There's eight million mm-hmm. things that it triggers, but yes, it's all thinking about it. That, and that relitigating, one, like, like, oh, I could have I, relitigating,
1: I could have. yes, yeah, relitigating in your mind, all you know, like ha- you could be sleeping, but instead you're replaying a conversation over and over again, and where you said that one thing that you wish you had said slightly differently, and yep. that would have made, you know, the dominoes of whatever fall in, yeah, etc., etc., et yeah. And so I think it's more about how do we, so how do, what do we do with that, right? It's more about like how do we work with that, and that's something I always. I will prescribe, prescribe for a lot of my clients, which is to really lean into their strengths and accomplishments. Because if we're inclined and hardwired to go to the negative side of things, then we have to make a habit of leaning into the positives, right? So I will have people start the accomplishment inventories and that I will ask them to add to them all the time and make an appointment with themselves to go review it and give themselves like a little bit of a victory lap. I'll even have people do it with their teams too, right? Celebrate the wins because we get so in the what's not working, what's wrong yeah. mode. that That's just one way that I, I like to have people, my high achievers, right back to the high achievers, yeah, lean into their strengths and focus on the positive, which I think is not, I don't know that it comes as naturally for us, which is un- which is unfortunate. But so if it doesn't, what do we do about that? How do we compensate for that? How do we make a plan? To, to counteract yeah. it, right? Yeah,
0: because yeah. w- I find that negative thing is also it doesn't <laughs> even have to be a comment. And it's been so long that we've been h- fully remote, and we don't hear from our teams or our bosses or the like. Mm-hmm. That it comes also in not hearing from them. You know, like it's they didn't right. say something negative. It's just they didn't say anything, anything. because, and, and your mind goes, "Well, that's negative. Oh, uh, why well, really screwed up this time."
1: Well. I think that's right. I mean, I think in the absence of feedback, where do we go? Yeah. The dark place, the dark side, <laughs> right? Of course we do. How could we not? And I think that just going back to like up to the top, we were talking about like, I can't do another Zoom. I think the te- the other thing that the tech has, I mean, thank goodness for video, like Zoom yeah. and Google Meet and all the different ways that we're able to connect in this work from home and in a global pandemic, which is incredible and amazing and what a gift, right? Yep. And the pace of work, which was already really fast, right? I think that this technology has added a layer of that, of the of just as up-level the pace at which we can consume and meet. So for example, like if you were used to having like a lunch meeting, right? That you would have to travel for, but now yeah. you can just hop into a Zoom Right? Hop into a Zoom. Yeah. Then, like, you're all of a sudden without that commute, how many more Zoom? How many more video, How many more meetings can you squeeze in? And I think it's up level, like, the pace and the frenetic nature of it all. Yeah. A lot, which is something I'm just thinking about that so much because it's wearing and I think can contribute to people feeling a little bit less than. So, I think you raise a really good point about like, there's this absent like what are the systems that we put in place to make sure that we are honoring accomplishments and strengths, right? For yes. ourselves and for each other. And how do we make sure to, to, to create a structure around that? Yeah.
0: Well, and how to set a goal and to get clarity, like how, what does mm-hmm. that kind of look like for people? I mean, it's different for everyone. I'm sure everyone has different goals, but. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of get, again, speaking for a friend, you get hooked into the <laughs> adrenaline of the to-do list, yeah, and the daily, and sir, seri- and will feel a sense of accomplishment. I made it through. I mm-hmm. got this done, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and it's like, is that really the clarity of the larger vision?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that's, that's that's such a good point. I don't love it. I love it, but I don't love. it. <laughs> 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 I love that you raised it because I think. It's a really important perspective to hold when we can do so many more meetings because we are not mm, you know yeah. getting in a car, getting on the subway doing anything like that. but we also I always I've always said over time in working with people that like meetings don't uh, don't mean you're getting work done right Yeah yeah and so when, how do you have that the, the work doesn't happen in the meeting right That's right right and so how do you make sure that you're creating space and having parameters so that you can actually be productive and lean into you know creating whatever it is content thinking yeah. focused work time because you can you know you can have all these rapid pace meetings and that's just something i think i'm thinking a lot about about the about the future too of of the, the future of, of work and schedules and commuting because i think our boundaries and um, people, we, my clients hear me say this all the time, yeah. which is boundaries will save our lives. Our boundaries will save our lives. I just emphatically tapped the table, pounded yeah. on the table because I don't know if you can hear that, but I just like our bound. Ba- I mean, I feel so strongly about it, and I think there's a lot to apply in this moment where we're over videoed. Yeah, and back, to back, ends,
0: back to back, back to back. You know, yeah, right. I mean, and you might be back to back in the office, but. I, how can you keep the same productivity going if you also now have to fit in a commute and pick up mm-hmm. time for after school and all this sort of stuff? Like,
1: I don't think the math works. I don't think it does either. And and again, like, this is another thing that I'm talking a lot. You can't, right? Yeah. And I would argue that are we being as productive as we think because just because we're on, all, okay. we're on so much, right. right? So that's just something I would just raise the question around because... I think it's interesting, personally. And that's sort of my job is to ask questions and to surface, you know, what's not being said. And I think that's, again, a lot of of something I'm really hearing. And by by the way, the reason why I bring all that up is because all of this serves feeling overtaxed, feeling exhausted, feeling overprogrammed is serves to erode confidence, which takes a toll on who my favors. right? So that's all of that is in service of making that Point, which is, people, my high achievers are the, always, often are the ones who are raising questions about their ability, capacity, capability, and worth, and all of this ways that we have to be on and try to, and with the sure, I can just hop into that, hop onto that call, hop onto that Zoom, no problem. Yes, I can squeeze thirty minutes in between these three other things. Just starts to contribute to this feeling of like you're not meeting any ones. Yes. And yet you were were super
0: busy. You were super busy and and super accountable because they
1: saw you. They physically saw you. Well said. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's definitely, I will say also the other thing, one other thing I just want to put in there in case this resonates to anyone who's listening, resonates for anyone who's listening is there's a real toll that all of this is taking on our actual interpersonal, like personal relationships too. Like I'm hearing more and more about that side of it. Yeah which is you know people are saying like a lot of my relationships like really close friends friend friendships have really changed over the course of this last year so i think i find that interesting too and i have wondered if it's about the pace of work right hmm. so i don't know time will tell on
0: that well what are they saying about um life at home like
1: beyond like with the
0: homeschooling we hear a lot about the women being pushed out, but to say the women who are able to hold on and be leaders, like how is that whole universe of other juggling balls? How is that impacting them now?
1: I think it's a real mixed bag, right? Mm. I think some, so for some of my, the people that I work with, it just really depends on so many variables. If your kids are in private school, I think that's a factor versus public school. If you have been able, like, how's the weather? Can school happen outside? Oh Yeah. Right? And and can it happen outside for more of the year than less of the year? How is, you know, do you have people you trust to be in a school that you can be in a school pod with? And is that Mm -hmm. accessible to everyone? No, right? (laughs) It's not. Right. So I think it really, really depends. I mean, I think I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the number of, you know, women being forced out of the force labor force workforce is really, they're staggering and alarming. Right. Yep. And I think it's just a real mixed, and I think you're seeing that at every level of the workforce. Right.
0: That is interesting. Yep. Yep. It's the same thing. Like when we would always say uh, that the benefits that you get as an employee, it's a, it's an employer lottery. Like, do they mm-hmm. offer any sort of paid leave? Do they offer? And now you're the, the same yeah. things are at play with, is your school still in session? Do you have in-person mm-hmm. teaching or is it the hybrid? Like in our family, in-person teaching with the high schools reopening for one mm-hmm. school is just remote learning in their building. Mm-hmm. It's not real teaching. You know, I mean, it is real
1: teaching. It's just not the point it of being in any. the school. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't up-level your existing system. and actually makes it harder for you because you have to... Now that. we have to commute, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah we get that teenager yes. <laughs> off the computer at home and onto a computer in a building somewhere not at home. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's Where sort of he could a- actually have a more intimate, better
0: connection with
1: his teacher sitting at his own desk. That's right. I mean, I think a lot of people are constantly, you know, having to weigh this, like, what do you gain? What do you lose? Yes. And trying to just make the best decision that you can possibly make, given the information you have at the time, and then be open to changing as it goes. I think people who have, you know, a lot of my clients who have been able to structure their day with their, if they have partners at home, like, I think Mm -hmm. that those people are faring somewhat better than yeah. people who don't, you know, are not able to share the load or are single parents. I think it just really depends on so many variables and there's just not one answer. And I, I think the upshot on my answer to you is it's hard. It's really, yeah. really hard and it's hard all around and for varying reasons. And, and, it, it's, a, and it's, it's just, yeah well it's, that's well, not that optimistic.
0: Yeah, I know. But, I was going to say, do we want to say, is, is there something out? Is there any, not that we have to, but maybe there isn't, because maybe the optimism is us all realizing that work will take anything you give it. And that, I think that's what we're, I think that's, that's why we need
1: boundaries. Well, I think that's why boundaries will save our lives. But yeah. I, I actually, one of the things that I'm thinking about a lot and talking with a lot about, but and listening yeah. a lot is like, what, though that's a very, you know, despairing, and it has been hard and it is exhausting and it, you know, and it has, and the light at the end of the tunnel and all the things that we've talked about already. I also think there has been stuff about this last year that hasn't, that's been, there's been wins, right? Also, yeah. which is not commuting if you like that. And, you right. know, and figuring out how to like, and not having to be in an office and you know, my mother and I were just talking about the fact that like we haven't had knock on wood, the flu once in a year. And it's like amazing because we haven't had to get on all those airplanes. And so there's these, and, and all the ways that like I'm hearing from clients who have been home for dinner and bedtime more every night. Right. And, and feeling sad about that, a future where we're back in quote unquote routine life Again, what does that mean? Right. And so I'm really encouraging people to think about like, okay, what are the gifts of this time? What have been in really hard here? Yeah. What have been the things that you actually came to really enjoy and appreciate? And again, like, how can you line up your values and what you want living intentionally with mm-hmm. your future the future of your work, especially for people who are leaders or who are making the rules and who are creating culture and who, or who work from home, same thing, creating your own culture. Like, how can you think about, because this thing happened, right. And we did, and there was no control. Right. And then we had to find areas of control and like how to, Caught back in the context of this greater thing that happened, you know, you brought me. And yeah. so now how do you be intentional about going forward as the world opens up and we are vaccinated and we, you know, we go, and yeah. work. what do we want to keep? Exactly. What do we want to keep? And and I think it starts with really getting it clear on like your why, like not to be yeah. cheesy, but like, what is your, what is your purpose? Like, what are you here? What do you feel like your special? you know, sauces and like what you're meant to be, what you bring to the world and the planet and like in line it up with your values. Right? right. And then, so start to say like, okay, well this piece and that piece and like, I only want to travel this many, you know, and what mm-hmm. are, what are the kind of, and I want to be home for this many dinners or I want to, you know, only get on a plane. If it's a meeting that has to take place in person. I mean, how many meetings were people getting on planes for? I know. That right? Been a, yeah. That could have really, that actually could have been a video. Where
0: I want to get to the point where we're happy for a Zoom call. That Mm -hmm. (laughs) I look forward to that moment where we're like, "Hey, it's going to be a Zoom call! Yay! We're not there yet. Yeah, we're not.
1: Yes, well, oh yeah, we're not. We're not there yet. But I think that's right. Like aspiring to where we're happy. Where we're super excited to get on a plane and wave goodbye to whoever we're leaving at home for a few days. Bye bye. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to that too. Yeah, Yeah. you're on your own, but also where it's like uh, actually. You know, we don't actually have to get on a plane for that. What makes sense is for us to do a couple of zooms around that or a couple of video calls right. around that, right? And I think it's, but it's also, but for me, this moment is about, and I think this is a great moment to be starting to think about, like, okay, well, what what have been the gifts? What do I want to keep? What do I not want to go back to, right? And yeah. how do I blend? How do I how do I start to find a bl- and like even if it's aspirational something to feel inspired by and to look forward to a blend.
0: I love it. Well, you are the gift for joining us on The Breadwinners. So thank, thank you for you that gift. Thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> so fun to talk to you. Our guest today was Shoshana Hecht. You will find links to her and what we talked about today um, on our episode description. Email us anytime at thebreadwinnerspod at gmail.com or visit us at thebreadwinnerspodcast.com. Please remember to subscribe and to rate and review us. It really helps us grow. And until next week, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network.
1: Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.